Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, week one in the books. Week two, here we come. Matt is not here today. It is his mom's birthday, so he's hanging out with her. Family Comes First podcast. Matt will be back next week. Uh, so today we'll be going through every matchup of every game and breaking down the most important players, where we have them ranked, and if we're starting them or not. And also we're going to do cap or no cap throughout the episode this time instead of as a segment to be able to spend more time on the matchups and take a deeper look at all the players. And of course, we'll be picking the winner of every game and finishing up with some quick trivia with Q. So boys, let's get right into it. Let's yeah. Talking about some week two matchups. Do you guys, you got the pick standings? We don't gotta. We don't gotta talk about it. Well, I mean, for me, I'm happy to talk about it after week one. All right, we can talk about it. We can talk about it a little bit. Uh, Sean, yeah, you snapped. You got eleven. Let's go. Matt's in close second with ten. Me and Q, way back there with seven, eight, 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 eight. eight. All right, still close. Week one, got a long season ahead of us with the extra week two, so got a lot of picks left to make. But let's get into the first matchup, the Bills at the Dolphins. So a bit of a down week from last year in week one for the Bills. Uh, but we're all in on Allen and Diggs again for week two, right? Of course. Gotcha. Especially Q. Always Q. Q's, Q's ready for them both to be QB1, wide receiver one. So right, we need uh, to see it this week. Not Josh Allen. But... You were close. You, you were piping him. Well, you like Herbert. You're your Herbert yeah. guy. But, I mean, Diggs is going to be wide receiver one. Josh Allen's got to be close. But uh, No yeah. comment. <laughs> no comment sure. at all. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Bills at the Dolphins. You're locking in Allen and Diggs. Uh, but are any other Bills wide receivers worth starting after week one? No. I mean, you saw a little bit of production from Emmanuel Sanders. But the PPR god, I don't know what to call him PPR god, but last year he was, pretty, he was a pretty valuable uh, player. Uh, Cole Beasley hasn't done didn't do much either last week so he had a pretty um, solid game he had, four, he had he had a very Cole Beasley game 14 points uh but I'm completely wrong but Cole Beasley had 13 targets so that man was getting targeted because the Bills had to throw a lot because they were down so I mean they throw a lot anyways because let's be real the running game's not that great but and yeah. I also don't think this is like another easy matchup like Diggs obviously you're starting but you're kind of like tempering expectations a little but so that's if you're downgrading him a little bit you're definitely downgrading the other two yeah yeah i don't think it's going to be a perfect game for the bills again but i do think they'll be a little bit better than the steelers game so i think cole beasley's worth a flex if, you, if you're looking for a flex option um and emmanuel sanders like you said he actually did he was pretty involved and he pretty much outsnapped gabriel davis by a ton so definitely like to see that uh but quick cap or no cap here Devin Singletary is pushing towards starting territory again. No, that's a scary statement. I'm scared of that. I just don't think that this offense or this team is committed to the run enough to where he can be valuable to start. Let me say no cap. I mean, right now this week I'd have him as a flex option. Probably I'd rather start a wide receiver over him for sure. But I mean, if you're looking for somebody to start, I'm not against starting Devin Singletary this week, especially if Zach Moss is marked inactive again. But what's up with that? 
Yeah, I don't know. I want to see what's going on with that, especially. So pay attention to the reports coming into this week for Zach Moss. If he's going to be inactive again, I mean, why not throw Devin Singletary in your flex? He had a decent 11 last week. You could easily get into the end zone. Obviously, Josh Allen's more the goal line back, but I don't know. I think he's I think he's pushing into the territory. I'm not starting him confidently yet, but he's getting there. Especially if Zach Moss continues to be marked inactive. Yeah, him and I, you have some weird healthy. Well, he was in a healthy stretch, but like some weird stories outside of the game. Yeah, and Trey Sermon too. So weird. 49ers are a whole different beast right now. I don't know what Shanahan's doing over there. But uh, let's get into the Dolphins. Um, are there any Dolphins you're comfortable plugging into your lineup other than Miles Gaskin? Maybe even Gaskin. I don't like, I mean, you're plugging him in, but are you confident plugging him in? You might not have a better option, but. I'm not 100% uh, confident, but he's still an RB2 for me. Because we saw week. what Najee didn't do much against the uh, Steelers or against the Bills last week. Yeah, that was bad. That is true. But Gaskin's still uh, a decent part of the passing. Maybe Waddle. Well. Maybe Waddle. Yeah, Waddle had a good, definitely a good debut, but Will Fuller is definitely the guy I'd be looking for. Should Where did be. you rank him this week in his, in his debut? Oh, it's, mm, it's uh, my guy. And I love, I got him at 38. All right, I like that. His yeah. pretty close. I got him at 41. Yeah, we're right there. Also yeah. at 38. Yeah, he's right in that flex territory, almost wide receiver four, but obviously there's a little bit of risk, and he did miss practice on Thursday. Of course. Um, they didn't say it was an injury or anything. I don't know if it was just like sitting out or what. Drug test. But uh, he did miss practice, so just keep an eye on that heading into the week. Um, definitely pay attention to reports today. Uh, but, yeah, Will Fuller. I think he's definitely worth a flex if he is out there for sure. I think he will be the one, the one number one wide receiver in this Dolphins offense. See, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and then Devontae Parker somehow has some big game. Yeah, that could definitely happen too. Whoever, no Gusecki, Davis. Yeah, Gusecki is weird. No Gusecki? He kept getting sniped by Smythe last week. Dude, he, he didn't even play that many snaps. I don't know what was and going on And he looked good that. in the preseason game, but uh, don't, or Smythe, he was not vulturing stuff last year. Continue. Yeah. It was very weird. Uh, I definitely want to see more from Gusecki before plugging him into my lineup. All right, let's pick this game. Bills at the Dolphins. Who you guys got? Bills. Oh, we need Matt's picks. Oh, we do need Matt's picks. He's going we'll to have to send them. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bills. I'm with you, Q. 100%. Um, also, just to announce our Thursday night picks, since we are doing this post-Thursday, um, we are recording this before Thursday Night Football as well, so we are not scamming out here. Uh, but I am picking Washington. Yeah, say so am I. Ooh, I forgot to write that down. Who you taking, T-Gods? Bro, I'm not taking the Giants. <laughs> They're a mess. Should, do you think for Matt's pick, we should just take his picks league pick? Yeah, we'll, we'll get his picks from there. I'm sure he would have said the same Is thing. You're going to pick anyway. after the game? Yeah, there's no way you can pick after the game. It'll be locked in on there. So we'll get Matt's picks. No worries on that. Let's move on to the next game. Bengals at the Bears. Uh, the Rams were able to air it out against the Bears. Matt Stafford looked great. Do you think the Bengals can do the same this week? And how did you rank the wide receivers for them? So I've got Higgins at 20. Ooh. Then I've got Jamar at 26. And Boyd at 40. Actually, much. Can't exactly find the same. Yeah, I think it's that's yeah. Yeah, I got Higgins 19, Chase 26, Boyd at 43. Yeah, I hopped off the, the Chase train, but I'm glad that it was 
top on the Higgins train rather than the Boyd. Yeah, I'm on the Jamar train. I think yeah, it's a little biased because I got him because I got him, but I do have him at the highest at 19. And I got T. Higgins at 23, and I got Boyd 47. Yeah, Boyd is falling in my favor. <laughs> I mean, he could easily bump right back up my rankings if he has a big game this week, um, if I see him being more involved. But my guess right now is that he's the third man on this offense. So I think it's those two, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And Jamar Chase looked way better than preseason. Just crazy I think good. all of his so. uh, reports about the football and whatnot, probably just a bunch of, like, mind, mind fucking. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I can't but. wait to talk about Mixon. Let's talk about Mixon. All right, we'll talk about Mixon. I do like Jamar Chase, though. Definitely lock him in. But, yeah, uh, do you guys have Mixon top 10 after a big game week one from my nope. boy? Nope. I do. I am at number nine. Oh, Love it. Love it, Q. I can't. I could never do it. I can't do it ever. I got Mixon at five this week. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a menace. I'm back on him. I'm not scared of the Bears. We just saw the Rams torch him. Even Daryl Henderson had, like, 15 fantasy points. I think Mixon will be just fine this week. Top five play for me. Who do you have? Who's the big one that you have him over? Chubb? Uh, I guess Aaron Jones, uh, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry. I got an eight. Oh. Yeah, we'll get into Derrick Henry in a all little right. bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I got Mixon at five this week. I'm all in on Mixon. We already knew that. So and where do you got him at, T Guns? I got him. I got him at 15, dude. I don't still trust. Solid. I still don't starter. trust. I'm sorry. But yeah, you're lucky he's inside the top 20. Yeah, I'm happy. I like it. I like to see him moving up. He'll get in the top 10 if he keeps playing the way he is. He had 33 carries, didn't he? He had 29 carries, and I think he also had four catches. So 33 touches. They said 33 opportunities of getting hurt, but you're happy he's going into week two. Samaj P. Ryan, is that him or Michael? Either way, doesn't seem to be any sort of part of this offense, which is why I'm getting a little higher on Mixon, but I'm still uh, not Sean level crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am a little crazy, but the volume is just what I love. As long as he's on the field, the volume is going to be there. Like I'm like Samaj P around. He had six touches. Chris Evans, the rookie didn't play, touch the field really. So it's the mix and show. And if he's on the field, he's going to get volume. It might not be the prettiest, but he's going to get the job done. Moving on to the bears. Uh, is this a bounce back game for Allen Robinson for you guys? Yeah, we yeah. saw we saw Adam Thielen torch this defense last week. So torched. He at this point in their careers, he's a million times better than Adam Thielen. Yeah. Do you guys I'm, know how many snaps each quarterback played? Uh, last week. Yeah. I think it was majority Andy Dalton. Um, I think they only brought what's his name, Justin Fields, in for just like a you couple got a, plays yeah, here and there, like a touchdown off like a quarterback handoff thing. Yeah, it was not a lot of Justin Fields. So, Andy Dalton's got to go, man. Dude, I think everybody in the world is in agreement in that. If you're still riding or dying here for Andy Dalton, you got to be crazy. You got a new hairstyle and a beard, and everybody just hates him, man. Yeah, I don't know what Matt Nagy's doing either, dude. Allen Robinson did not want run one route that was deeper than like ten to fifteen yards that game. Like, how are you not using him? It's probably down still the using field? Trubisky plays because Trubisky yeah. can't throw that far. When he gave up play calling, the Bears got significantly better on offense last year, and then he took it back this year. So I don't know Idiots. what he's thinking. We'll see what's going on with the Bears, but you're still starting out, Robinson. I got him top 10 this week. Lock him in as a low end wide receiver one for me. I got him at 15, but still. I am there. wide receiver too. Yeah, you're yeah, starting yeah. him. You're yeah. not benching Allen Robinson. You didn't Never. bench him last week. You're definitely not benching him against the Bengals. 
Um, moving on to the running back, where did you put David Montgomery after a top eight performance in week one? 13. 15. Oh. Yeah, I actually, I actually put him in my top 10. Probably a little biased since I have him on my team. But yeah, I really little biased. But we're, playing the Bengals, I'm not 100% scared, even though Dalvin Cook didn't have the, the most monstrous game. Again, it's the volume for me. I got him at 10. He, he actually played not that many snaps. I think he only played like 59% of the snaps because he did leave for like a whole series with an injury. Um, but still was able to get the job done. I got him at 10. I like him. Where's Cohen? Uh, hurt, Cohen's so. still banged up. I think he's on IR. So he's going to be out. Damian Williams is the backup. And he actually played pretty well as the backup. He's going to be in that Cohen role for now. All right, that's it for this game. Let's pick the winner who you guys got. Ooh, there's a little interesting, a little interesting. I think I'm actually taking the Bengals. I think I am too. Cincinnati. Cincy, Cincy. Oh, I hate it. I hate that. I hate I do too, I but I really did. don't. I just don't trust Andy Dalton, even in this revenge game against the Bengals. Yeah. I don't trust it. Me neither. Can't trust him. That's a All weird right. revenge game. Yeah, definitely a little weird. All right, let's move on. Broncos at the Jaguars. Jerry Judy's down for about half the season. Where does this move Cortland Sutton in your rankings for this week? I still have him at 33. I want to see a game with him and Teddy actually feeding him the ball. I think yeah. this is going to benefit Noah Fant more. All right, yeah, like I can't <laughs> even argue no more. Uh, nothing's, I can't predict anything right anymore this year. Doesn't matter. Only week two. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Q, I actually have Portland Sutton at 33 also. So I got him at 31. Yeah. He's a he's a flex option. You can start him this week. Uh just be a little hesitant. He did not do much last week. I want to see him do it, prove it as well. But the Jaguars is such a juicy matchup. I think it's yeah, worth the right. risk. Uh but yeah, I, my next point was Noah Fant. Did you move him up at all? I moved him into my top ten at number nine against the Jaguars. I have him at seven. Dang, I got him at eleven. That's just because I hate him, but <laughs> 11 still not that bad. He's still, still started on bad. someone's team. That's a starting option in a 12-team league. So if you have no fan, you're probably starting him against Jacksonville, especially with Judy out. I mean, he's got to get some targets as long as he's on the field and upright. He does get these injuries here and there. Uh, but Q, your boy, Melvin Gordon, how did you rank the Broncos running backs this week after a big Melvin Gordon week last week? I put week? him at 23, and I put uh, Javante Williams at 28. Okay. So I have him above uh, – Mitchell, yeah. yeah, I'm very close with you there as well. I have Melvin Gordon at 25, and I have Javante Williams at 27. So pretty much the same. I did put Melvin over him this week. He got I mean, you, around the same too. You saw three oh, – sorry. You saw three Texans running backs, mediocre running backs, get in the end zone. It's possible these two also find the end zone, but I think it's more than likely Gordon, if anything, because he'll probably get the majority of the touches. Yeah, Gordon's definitely going to get the first crack this week after that big run last week. They got to give him the work to start at least. Uh, but I think both will be involved, and I think both are solid options. Um, for the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence definitely not startable this week after that inconsistent week one performance. I'm not no, starting him. This defense is a lot better than uh, the Texans. Texans. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Trevor Lawrence is like, unless until I see him like become elite, or like at least startable, like way too risky to start against. I'm not giving guys. up though. He's I'm still young. It's his first game ever. Don't drop him. He's still at 25 points. He had a yeah, decent game. Over 300 yards. I, there's, I think Three by the end of the year, he'll be a, a viable option. Top 15, maybe 15. Yeah. 
right? This week I'm a 21. I'm definitely not starting him this week. I would avoid it at all costs. Unless you have nobody else. Are you say, are you taking Jameis over? Oh, no. Yes. No, 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 no. Don't, don't. No, I would. No. I would this week. I got Jameis at 16. Not, yeah, James still not someone I want to start. But still not someone. Jameis is inconsistent. Jameis is going to have to continue to throw. It's going to be a five pick game to even out with the five touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely coming. Um, but for the Jaguars stand here, uh, how about James Robinson? How far did he fall for you guys this week after a rough? This one, one with... really, really hurt my heart. I had yeah. him as like a top 10 running back last week. I thought he was going to be great. Did. I have no words for what happened on Sunday. It's, it brutal. hurts. Just brutal. Just It's not your fault. It's Urban, Urban Meyer. I have him at 24, but I have hope that I will be ranking him inside the top 12. I think, I think 24 is a little too low. I got him at 19. I got him but, at 22. So yeah. we're in the middle of you guys. Yeah. He's still startable. You're still starting him. I don't think you'd avoid him unless you really had some pretty solid options. Um, like maybe like Kareem Hunt against the Texans or something. But I got James Robinson at 22. This isn't the best, most favorable matchup either. We just saw Saquon struggle a lot as well. So we'll see how they use him this week with Hyde, but you're starting him as a low-end RB2 this week. Yeah, there's no way Carlos Hyde continues to take the uh, stuff away or uh, production away from him. Yeah, I can't see that happening all season long, unless Urban Meyer is just a madman. Uh, <laughs> finally here, the Jags wide receivers, uh, how did you rank them after they all had pretty solid weeks? Who do you have on top? I got Chanel at 35. I just yeah. like Chanel. Maybe that's me. But I got Chanel at 35, Marv 36, Chark 41. I still don't know. Like I, have I still want exact, to see them all. I have yeah. that order, just a couple numbers down for each. Shut yeah. on a thirty-six, though. I I still have Chark as my number one. I've been riding the Chark train forever, but I still I'm very close to that order. Also, Chark thirty-two, Marvin Jones thirty-six. I actually, have Lavisca the lowest, but at thirty-eight. So I think they're all flex options again this week. Actually, moved them up a little bit from where I had them last week, just because they all played really well. They all had at least twelve fantasy points, uh, and they all got at least I think nine targets. So. I mean, Trevor Lawrence threw the ball 50 times. So we'll see if that has to happen again this week, which it might, they might be down a lot. So I think they're all flex options. Um, Let's pick this one, guys. Broncos at the Jags. Broncos. Teddy, two gloves for me too. Picking the Broncos. Mm, Yeah. I mean, like you have to, right? That's like. I have to. Yeah, I would definitely. I, I, I just think the Broncos defense is too good especially that defensive line against the Jaguars offensive line. And I, I want to say, like, I can't wait for Trevor Lawrence to have a favorable, favorable matchup, but, like, that was week one. Yeah, he yeah. did. Like... It was his rookie debut, though. So there's some, always some rookie jitters. I want to see that matchup again later this season, <laughs> which we will. So who are you taking, T-Guts? I took the Broncos. I'm, just, right. I'm playing it safe here. I, I got to play defense here. Yeah, just make it sure. Just wanted to make sure. All right, let's move on to the Texans at the Browns. The Texans that blew up the uh, the Jaguars last week. Cap or no cap, none of the Texans running backs are startable, even after all of them scored a touchdown in week one. No cap. No cap. No cap. It kind of hurt them that they all scored because yeah. at least if they like if at least if one of them had two touchdowns, yeah, you can like, cancel one out. Yeah, then then you could be like, all right, yeah, this is the guy, but yeah. You don't no know. For me you just also. don't know who's going to score. And like two, two running backs having the pick between is a headache enough. But now three guys that like they're all on the same level because they all they all did the same thing week one. 
worse. Yeah. I mean, Ingram obviously had the most opportunity at 26 carries, but that's not happening again, probably this season, just because the Texans roster is not that good. The Jaguars were just obviously got outplayed. They looked unprepared. But going up against the Browns in Cleveland this week, there's no way the Texans have the lead in this game. Yeah, in my just wait opinion. till they play so, the, the Jaguars again. I think David Johnson would be the best option, but still super risky, like not worth it. The best worst option. Yeah, the best worst option. Um, other than Brandon Cooks, though, are you starting anyone else on this Texans team? No way. No. <laughs> not even close. But did, uh, did Brandon Cooks himself crack your top 30 wide receivers? Yeah, number 27. And number if 29. I can make a – uh, remaining rest of the season hot take Brandon Cooks finishes inside the top 20 wide receivers Ooh, he's just a, he's just a good player I think he was close to top 20 last year right I believe so pretty close he had to have been he was rock solid was last year not? I thought he was like 17 uh, he was 22 last year same so. thing Brit, no no actually I'm sorry he was 16 last year Woo. 16. <laughs> he had 1,150 yards last year. Brandon Cooks has always been solid, so I would not be shocked if he's top 20 again. Um, yeah, Brandon Cooks, lock him in as a flex option this week. Moving on to the Browns, no Odell Beckham Jr. again this week. Definitely caught some cause for concern for OBJ owners, but uh, did you bump up my guy, Jarvis what Landry? What did he do last week? Do you know his stat line? Jarvis Landry? Yeah. I think he had 16 fantasy points. Um I don't know the exact stat line. Let me double check right. here. He had five catches for 71 yards, and he had that five-yard rushing touchdown. Any? How did I miss that? Oh, he had 19.4 fantasy points. Ooh. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I, I still didn't move him up because I think this is going to be a run-heavy game. I yeah, do think that. I, be. I never mind. We'll talk about it when we get there. But you know what? No, I'll just say no. I got Chubb, I got Chubb at four. I think, it is a four big, I think it is a big run game. Yeah, 100%. The Texans, they like the Browns, after losing last week, they know they have to win this game against the Texans. It yeah. should be a layup. Um, and their running backs are going to feast because I think they're going to be up big. But I do think Jarvis Landry gets involved in the first half. And when OBJ was out last year and there wasn't crazy weather, Jarvis was pretty solid. So I got him at 31. I didn't bump him up into my wide receiver two territory or anything, but definitely starting him as a flex this week if I have him. Got to. Got to. Got to lock him in. The volume's still going to be there. Even though he only had five targets, but he did catch them all. So, can't complain about that. Because Baker sucks, dude. Worst yeah, dude, quarterback only ran, ever. He, only, he ran the most routes out of anyone. There was only 26 routes ran against the Chiefs. Dude. So, like, there wasn't that many passing plays in general. Told you They're guys. definitely a run first team. Running yep. backs be carrying that team. They do. So, T-God's already got into the next point. Where you rank Chubb and Kareem for this matchup? Chubb, top four. I got him at four. Two to seven. Two, seven. Definitely starting Chubb, obviously, RB1. But yeah. I think he's going to have a huge week against the Texans. Uh, but Kareem, I also think he's a starting option. Where did you guys rank him? 20. I ranked him at 22. I don't – he might not finish down there, but it's just like he's still the number two there. Like, Yeah, I got him at 20 just because I think they're going to be up, like I said, multiple times at this point. Uh, in the second half, Kareem and Chubb are just going to be splitting series and just racking up yards. All right, Sean, this question is for you because I know T got to answer. And obviously, it's after the game. So, I don't know. But Kareem Hunt or Saquon? For this – okay, for Thursday. All right, so, so this is just for – not for the viewers because they already know. That's really close for me. I got Saquon at 18. So, my rankings say Saquon, but honestly, I'd probably go Kareem. 
I think I would just take the like Kareem has that upside against the Texans in a different matchup. I would definitely take Saquon, but yeah. No, regardless, Saquon is not going out there and dropping you thirty. Oh, we, we could not be all to. wrong. We could all be wrong. No, <laughs> we're not tomorrow. wrong. We're, we're not wrong. I yeah, promise we, you. I'd put yeah. my whole life savings that Saquon yeah, <laughs> doesn't drop thirty. We are recording this like fifty minutes before uh, Thursday night football, so we shall see if we're right. But yeah, I don't think Saquon's gonna have a big and game. If but T-Guts is a rich man. Then again, I don't <laughs> like benching Saquon because if you bench him and he does get fifteen to twenty points, you're just gonna feel so salty. <laughs> like I, I would rather just take the risk. When this airs. <laughs> All right, let's pick this game. Texans at the Browns. I think it's a sweep, right? Browns? Browns. Yeah. Yeah, lock it in. Browns, let's keep it moving. Rams at the Colts. Uh, Matt Stafford looked pretty good against the Bears, as I mentioned earlier. Are you all in on him at this point? Yeah, I'm at 12, but definitely all in. He looked great. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't say one bad thing about Stafford. Over 300 yards and three touchdowns, no turnovers. That's perfect. Dude, he looked so good. They just they just looked fun to watch, but the Bears are just so bad. So I think the Colts defense is definitely a little bit scarier, but I'm still starting Stafford if I have him. I got him at 11. I got him I like at that matchup. You probably might have a better option just because Stafford's ADP was so low. So I wouldn't be mad if you benched him, but I mean, he's probably going to get at least 20 fantasy points, I would say. He's got a pretty safe floor this year. Uh, would you? Well, never mind. We'll talk about someone else later. We're good. All right. All right, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, moving on to the wide receiver core, how did you rank Woods and Cup after a huge Cooper Cup game in week one? Nine and what. 16. Oh, you got Cup at nine? I got Cup at nine. Bias, I love it. probably. Just a little bit, maybe a couple spots bias. But I love it. They, they just look yeah, so I, good together. I haven't ranked Cup above Woods in a while, but this week I do have them. I have Cup at 14, though, and Woods at 23. Yeah, I've seen Woods falling in people's ranks. I kept him up there. I still think he was involved, um, and I do think it could be one or the other every week. I got Woods at 16, Cup at 17. I got them both locked in as just solid wide receiver twos. I want to continue to see Cup become that more of the wide receiver one if that's how it's going to be. Um, but I do still think Woods can take the top off of the defense too and still put up some numbers. So I like them both. Lock them in as starters. I think we're all in agreement on that. Uh, but other than those three guys, Henderson is the only other Ram worth starting right now, probably as a low-end RB2. Sure. Higby? Higby. Higby? Higby's got a little bit of value. He's kind of juicy. Like, uh, he's definitely a juicy start. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a tight end and you didn't have, like, one of the best, Higby's definitely an option. I mean, six targets against the Bears look good. Uh, had five catches, too, 11 fantasy points. It's worth a look. Not bad for a tight end. Yeah, definitely happy with that if I started Higby this week. Before Kelsey and Waller, that was the amount of points you were looking for from your tight end. Yeah. Higby's in my top 10. I got Higby. Oh, my God. Higby's in my top 10 this week. I think I'm actually pretty close to that, honestly. I wouldn't lie. I got him at – actually, I got him at 13. So That's okay. I'm close. He's right there on the brink of, like, that starting territory for me. I want to see it again. All right, Fair. Trusted him in the past, but I do like. I think obviously Stafford liked to throw to the tight end. We saw him do it with Hawkinson for a while. So, yeah, who do you do before that? Mm, Ebron had hands of <laughs> steel that. when he was bad there, <laughs> and uh, Pettigrew was not much of a, a tight end. So, not much I, of a. Good I hate that you can go end. that far back. <laughs> I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Uh, they did have Jesse James for a little bit, I guess. Ew, Jesse James. All right, moving on to the Colts. Cue your boy Carson Wentz may have proved us wrong with an all right game. 
uh, but he was still 18th best quarterback. Are you avoiding him again this week? He was I don't even right. have him in my top 20. Yeah, yeah I don't either. Neither I do I. 27. You know what? You know why? You know why he's so low? Because Ty isn't there. He needs. He just needs Ty. We'll be good. <laughs> well, he definitely needs Ty. I think he just needs help in general. Um, in that passing game, Pittman and Paris Campbell really did not make much noise. So I'm not starting Wentz until I see it consistently. Plus the Rams have a really good defense. So I'd rather avoid that. Um, but other than that, is Jonathan Taylor really the only other Colt you can trust right now? Definitely. And Marlon Mack last week, pulled a big, like wasn't even playing. No, yeah. well, no, no touches. So you're not, you're not worried about that. Which some of us may have been. Naheem Hines will probably be a flex play. Don't forget about Blankenship. Oh yeah, Blankenship. These are people too. <laughs> You're starting Blankenship. I've actually considered dropping Blankenship. Ooh. Yo. Wow, Q. Disrespecting Rodrigo. Well, I need to see them get into the red zone more, or just in the kicking <laughs> range. Yeah, yeah. Hines is a flex play as well. If you're looking for a flex, we'll be involved. But uh, let's pick this one. Rams at the Colts. Who you guys got? Rams. Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams as well. Yeah, can you swing me Hines? No, I can't. I like him. Come on, man. That's my cuff, man. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll keep it in the back burner here. Right. Um, Raiders at the Steelers. Are you comfortable starting any Raiders this week aside from Darren Waller versus his Steelers defense? Comfortable? No. But if Josh Jacobs plays, we don't know what's wrong with him. Everything hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts, dude. He's still not practicing, well, at least on Thursday. So. But uh, there's a lot Nervous. of opportunities for him where, like, they were in the red zone or, like, within the 10-yard line, and their receivers aren't good enough outside of Waller. So that's why he got his two touchdowns that we can't take away from him. Yeah, can't not take taking away. away the touchdowns. He's definitely touchdown dependent, but he does have a nose for the end zone when they do get in close. So Jacobs will score touchdowns, but at Pittsburgh, I think this is probably <laughs> the least favorable matchup for him. I got him at 32 with the injuries. If he's out, I actually probably would consider Kenyon Drake. So would you start Melvin Gordon over him? Yes, 100%. I'd start Eli Mitchell over Josh Jacobs this week if I had Eli Mitchell off of waivers. Yeah, now it's a little too close for me. I'd take that risk. I'm glad I'm not in that position. Yeah, <laughs> that's a close one to call too. But I, I have Eli Mitchell ranked over. So Josh Jacobs, definitely nervous this week um, and probably not starting many Raiders wide receivers until no. I see more consistency. Uh, before the Steelers, do you have any concern about Najee Harris after week one? Where did you rank him this week? Did you knock him down? I have my number 10. That one hurt me too, but I'm not giving up hope. I still got him at eight. This is oh. this is his last right, chance because right. he's making at, me look stupid. <laughs> I got him at 14. It is a favorable matchup. I definitely like him as a high-end RB2. Um, you guys have him as obviously a low-end RB1, so definitely starting Najee Harris if you have him, no doubt, especially where you had to draft him. You got to start him, but – Still yeah. want to see it first for all me. The, all, all the Ravens know how to do I was put him run. In my top 12. All the Ravens know how to do is run, and they looked to do they looked fine against the Raiders defense. So why yeah. not Najee? Not scared of the Raiders defense for Najee this week. Um, but as always, we got to talk about the Steelers wide receivers. How did you rank them this week? Same as yeah. last week. Yeah, Deontay. Actually, I put Juju, I think I had Juju over Claypool, but that's again. And when I was typing this up today. It autocorrected to clay poop. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> there might be a sign. Give Claypool, watch out. 
Nah, but I'm the same. I got Deontay Johnson as the highest. Claypool actually have second and Juju third. But honestly, it's all a coin toss. I think they all had between like nine and 14 points last week. So they're all going to be involved. They're all going to get their chances. But still seems like Deontay is going to be the favorite target. of the And for day. what it's worth, James Washington, four. Yeah, James Washington, four. Do they still have Don't start James Washington. I don't know. They still have that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do not know. Um, all right, let's pick this game. Raiders at the Steelers, who you got? Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers as well in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Sorry. Pete. I'm taking the Raiders. Oh, my. <laughs> Shout out Derek Carr. You love Derek Carr still, man. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm really not that crazy. They just it's not beat that the crazy. Ravens. They did beat the Ravens, but I do think the Steelers' defense is still good. It's going to be another tough matchup for them. That's what scares me. But you never know. It could be the Raiders. Is it going to be that tough, though? I don't know. We shall see. All right. Let's move on to the Patriots at the Jets. Kind of a snooze fest here. Uh, let's do a quick cap or no cap. Mac Jones is startable this week. No. Cap. Yeah. Cap, sorry. It's a favorable matchup, but I just, he's just not a juicy quarterback to put in. Yeah, I don't not know. at all. I'm going cap as well. He could have a decent game, similar to kind of how I thought about Carson Wentz last week in that favorable matchup. It's like he could have a decent game, but I'm not putting him in over somebody that I have yeah. already especially in like a 12 team league. Like there's no way you have like that bad of quarterbacks that you're like, let me put in Mac Jones. Someone might've went all in on Mac. Yeah, you have to be acting very cute. Got to be like a Patriots fan or something. Um, any Patriots pass catchers you would start this week? John o. Smith, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. Which ones do you like the most? I know Q's, Q's I actually Aggie. think, I think John o. Smith is on the injury report. He is, his hips hurt. But uh, I think Myers Aguilar, obviously, and Aguilar is the safest floor. Maybe both flex plays, though. Yeah, I think I'd start Janu out of all of them if I'm looking for a tight end. I think if I have Janu like 11 this week if he plays. Yeah, he was limited with a hip today. Um, if he's out, obviously that bumps up Hunter Henry as well as a startable option. Um, but yeah, I like Myers over Aguilar still a little bit more, but. Aguilar obviously has that more boom potential. So if you're looking to someone to plug in that might score a touchdown, you probably lean Aguilar, but I think Myers will have a safer floor. Either way, I'm probably not starting either of them. I still want to continue to see this Patriots offense develop. Yeah. Um, Damien Harris probably has a pretty good matchup this week against the Jets. Did you guys put him inside your top 20? No, I haven't met. Oh, yeah, I do. I haven't met 19. I got him at 21. Yeah. Right where he should be. But lots of risk involved because we don't know what Bill's feeling. Yeah, after the fumble, I'm a little nervous. But <laughs> I got him at 19. Go. Got him at 19. Probably still going to be the, the number one guy there. So I'd still start him as an RB2. Uh, but for the Jets, seems like Corey Davis is the go-to guy. Did you move him up after a big week one? I, I feel like I'm still too low at 30. Yeah, that feels very low. It does feel low, but it's just he's on the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't I can't trust anybody on the Jets. Yeah, I'm even lower. I got him at 37, but I do think he's like a flex option. Yeah. I'm just like, he's just not a big name. I really want to move up that high. I'm just like, Corey Davis, he's going to be good. But like, I don't know if I want to go all in on Corey Davis. Well, he's going to get a name change then. Yeah. If he had a different name, I'm a, if he was like a second year player, like. That's fresh. like those comparisons, like the this guy or this guy at the stat lines, like yeah, Corey Davis. Blind is one. Elite. Yeah. Corey Davis, definitely a flex option this week. Uh, but other than that, Definitely avoid the Jets everywhere else. Please. So let's pick this game. Patriots at the Jets. Who you guys got? Patriots. 
Yeah, going Patriots as well. They need a win after that loss at the Dolphins. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. All right, let's get into today's sponsor, the Thrive Fantasy app for iOS and Android. Thrive Fantasy app is a daily fantasy sports app for player props and daily fantasy sports. If you download the Thrive Fantasy app today, use our promo code SUPERFB. That is S-U-P-E-R-F-B. You deposit $20 or more, boom, $50 bonus. Huh? So go check out the Thrive Fantasy app today. Get $70 to play with while you're only paying, paying 20 Use that code SuperFB and win yourself some money. Mm. That's right. I rhymed. I got bars. Wow. Something. Something. All right, let's, let's keep it rolling. Saints at the Panthers. Uh, Alvin Kamara still locked in as a top running back. You're definitely starting him. Uh, but Jameis coming off a huge week with five touchdowns. Is he in starter territory yet? Oh, fluke, dude. Until Michael Thomas comes back, I'm not considering him for anything. Yeah, I'm definitely like only if I'm desperate, I would start him. And I don't know how you're desperate in week two. So all right, I got right. Jameis at 16. Would you start him or uh, do, 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 what the hell's mac that? and cheese? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd start Jameis over Mac Jones. All right, fair. I think Mac has better weapons, but that's for another well, day. probably. But I still would think against the Panthers, not that scared of that secondary although it is pretty they do actually have a pretty good defense but i don't know i'm starting Jameis. he's wild card he's gonna have to air it out i would so he has one of those games but, where he has, yeah but i'm not starting him in general i have at 16 so i'd avoid him but if it came down to him or mac jones and somehow i'm in that weird dilemma give me your team has to be terrible for that to happen. <laughs> it's got to be like a 16 team league or something dude or a two quarterback league where you just waited um all right. Uh, any Saints pass catcher you can confidently start this week? No. Not for me. Not for Jawan. Hard no for me, too. Yeah. yeah no, no Jawan. Yeah. Jawan Johnson, huge week one with two touchdowns. Probably going to be a red zone target moving forward, but not seeing enough volume for me to trust him yet. I actually like Troutman with six targets in week one, um, although he didn't do much with them. I do think he could be a tight end moving forward, but I'm avoiding all pass catchers until I see more. Marquez Callaway with all the hype only at two points. So want to see more from this passing offense. Only 148 yards on those five touchdowns. So Impressive. you're playing for a touchdown. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the Panthers, though, DJ Moore looked solid for week one. Do we all have him in the top 20 this week? 19. I got him at 25. I'm still asleep, Ooh, I think. I'm still on, asleep. Though. I'm still asleep. I got him at 18. So I'm Saints not like- D. They look real nice, though. They, yeah. Lattimore's banged up, though. Yeah, no, he, that he is a big deal. That is a pretty signed. big deal. Um, I do think DJ Moore will be solid again. He's definitely a wide receiver, too, for T-God's high in flex, so you're most likely starting him. But what about Robbie Anderson? Could you have any concern about only three targets despite the long touchdown? I have him at 29, but yeah. Yeah, of course that's concerning, but I'm still starting Robbie if I have him. He's, yeah. just, he's just too good not to start. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely locking him in. I got him at 27. Solid flex for me this week. Robbie Anderson should still be involved in this offense, even with the, the lower target share. Um, Terrace Marshall Jr. actually took some of those targets away with six targets himself, even though he didn't do much with them. But I do think Robbie gets some of those targets back. Um, but Christian McCaffrey's locked in. 
So I was actually wondering if you were going to bring him up. Got to bring, you got to bring him up. You just got to remind people he's the obvious, most elite running back in the league right now. Do you think there's ever a week that he's not number one? Like that we don't rank him number one? When he plays the Buccaneers. Even when he played the Bucks last year, though, didn't he have like yeah, 31 this, points? This is the Super Bowl champion, Bucks. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks did look okay. scary. Shut we'll down see. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to see. Even if against the Bucks, like at worst, I'd put him at three. And you're oh starting. Three's far down. That'd be like that'd be like if like Kamara's playing like the Jets. Yeah. And, and like, the Dalvin Cook's playing the little Giants. Or like the Jaguars or something. <laughs> so yeah. Definitely starting Christian McCaffrey, number one every week until we see otherwise. Let's pick this one. Saints at the Panthers. A little bit Saints. of a juicy game. Who you got? Saints. Give me the Panthers. Ooh, I'm the tiebreaker. Oh. I bet Matt took Panthers. I have no idea what Matt took. We'll find out. I got it. Oh, I almost said it. I'm going to say, I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. Let's go. All right. We're going to ride it up together. Good luck with the Saints. I'm riding the Panthers this week. Let's move on to the 49ers at the Eagles. Go Birds. Cap or no cap, the report about Brandon Ayuk needing to earn his snaps is concerning. Yes. No cap. That's super concerning. Again, no I cap. look stupid, dude. I have so many predictions. <laughs> or that just looked so bad. Russell oh, Gage, you also let back. me down. Yeah, Russell Gage definitely let us all down. But uh, Brandon Ayuk, I'm. It's definitely concerning with the whole report and what's going on right now behind the scenes. I do still think the injury is playing a bit of a factor here. But I don't like to hear that from Kyle Shanahan. Don't really know what's going on with this whole offense. To be honest, it's kind of in a weird place. Um, but Ayuk, I'm still holding him. Probably not starting him if I have another decent option this week. Um, where did you even rank him this week? I got to find him. 49ers are about to be in a weirder place. Because I put him at Philadelphia. I put him at 42 under Will Fuller. Like, I didn't think that was going to happen week two. If you told me that was going to happen after week one, I would have been like, you're crazy. You said 42? Yeah, I got him at 42. Yeah, I have him at 40. Yeah, he's like a low-end flex. If, if you don't have that much of a better option, he's still worth just rolling out there and see what happens. But I'm nervous. Definitely nervous about him. Um, but George Kittle's obviously locked in, although he didn't have the best game, still had a decent game. Uh, where did you move Debo Samuel after a huge week one performance? Yeah, I got him at 18. Ooh, guys hopping you? on the Debo train. Higher than me, baby. I have him at 21. When he's 21. playing, he's going to be up there. Dude, I agree. That's what I was hoping for last year. And when he did play, he was all right, but he was not as good as he was in week one. That was crazy was the Lions. Um, we'll see. They move him all over the place, so I don't know if Darius Slay is really going to follow him all over the field, um, like in the slot and in the backfield and whatnot, but we shall see. Well, I'm not, not worried about on it. the Eagles D. Debo starting. Yeah, Eagles D did shut down. The Calvin Ridley, top five receiver, nearly shut down, and Russell Gage <laughs> shut down lights off. Yeah, Kyle Pitts did not have a great Never talking either, bad about the Eagles D or Eagles linebackers, at least for one week. I want to see what that – I want to see what another offense does against them because that Falcons offense might have just been pretty bad too. Kittle had 49 last year on the Eagles, so 39, sorry. Yeah, I was about to say 49. Oh, my God, what did he do to us? <laughs> Everything. Yeah, he still did have a really good game. Um, other than that, on the 49ers, where did you rank random rookie phenom Eli Mitchell for this game? I ranked him at 24, and that's just because he had a good week last week, but last year we saw running backs with a good week, and then next week, it was someone else in the backfield that took over. So 
Yeah. You never really know what you're gonna get, but I think if he if he gets a lot of the work, I think he'll definitely finish over where I have him ranked at 24. Yeah, for sure. I got him at 28, and I'm I'm with you. Same concern. I want to make sure that he is the guy. Before. Well, I don't know if this week's gonna tell you anything because I'm glad that our man State is on the Jeff Wilson Jr. train as well. When he comes back, that's gonna be another head in that backfield. Yeah, but when is he coming back? I don't know. He's in like <laughs> he's like on IR and like um, it's not looking like he's coming back for a while. Wow. So he's gonna be out for a decent amount of time. Well, they're still hasty. There is still Jermichael Hasty. There is still Trey Sermon probably coming. Oh my up. god, I forgot about Trey Sermon. So there's a lot going on in the 49ers backfield, um, but Eli Mitchell seems like the guy for now. Uh, moving on to the birds, Jalen Hurts had a huge game for his uh, debut this season. Uh, is he top 10 again this week for you guys? Number 10. I got him at nine over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> wow. I will get into Aaron Rodgers in a bit, but I got him. I got him at nine as well. I am happy with uh, Jalen Hurts this week as yeah. my quarterback. Why do they ever hate the running quarterback? Q, what did you just do? Oh, my God. No, <laughs> Q's wilding out in the middle of the podcast. Sorry. Steve. Now you got to leave it. No, no. Watch this. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm waiting. Oh. Nice. I thought you were going to put on a wild yeah. background. All right. Kind of let me down. All right. Uh, for <laughs> the Eagles pass catchers, Devonta Smith and Goddard, both looked pretty good. Are they locked in as starting options this week too? Yes. No bias. Yeah, I think you're still, waiting on, you're still waiting on Rager and Ertz. Is, I yeah. guess you're waiting on him also. His hamstring. Uh, he did come back to practice on Thursday, but definitely monitor that. Wait on Ertz to see if he's going to be more involved. I think he only had like three targets. I'm hoping that Quez becomes more relevant. Yeah. Me too. He looked really good early on, and then he kind of didn't do much after that, but – Dallas Goddard and Smith are both locked in for me. I got Goddard at seven, and I think I have Smith in my top 30. So I like them both a lot this week. Um, Miles Sanders, did you move him up at all after a top 12 performance week one? I have him at 16. Yeah, I got him at 17. I think it's about where I had him last week anyways. Still a solid RB2 option for me, but with Gamewell being uh, decently involved, I think that caps his upside just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I got him at 17. We're all right there. Yep. Solid RB2. You're starting booby if you got him. Uh, but let's pick this game. 49ers at the Eagles. Who you guys got? I'm not getting cued again. The Go Eagles. Birds. I'm taking the Eagles. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, dude, I'm, I rarely pick against the Eagles. And when I do, I feel like they always win and prove me wrong. So I think if they lost week one, I'd picked 49ers but there's some just excitement that i just have to go eagles again yeah definitely some bias in in the eagles pick but i'm taking the eagles all right falcons at the bucks um falcons had a really rough week one uh but kyle i mean calvin ridley and kyle pitts so still should be locked into your lineups against this defense right yeah 100 percent. i'm just real sad just real i, I sad. had such high hopes for everyone on the team. Yeah, it was a rough week one. So hopefully they're able to pull it together. I still have Calvin Ridley in my top 10, and I still have Kyle Pitts in my top 10. So actually top eight for each. At least they know that Mike Davis can kind of run the ball. Yeah, he looked Cordero okay. Patterson. He looked okay. Definitely not super happy about Mike Davis, but 
um, before Mike Davis and Russell Gage, do you have any confidence in them this week? <laughs> no. no, I want to no. have confidence in Russell. You saw Gage. Zeke. I do too. I do too, but can't trust both of them just yet. We saw Zeke get destroyed. I don't think Mike Davis is nearly as talented as Zeke right now. Um, so definitely downgrade him for this game. Russell Gage, you just want to see it before you put him in your lineup after a tough week one, which pains us all to say we're all pretty high on Russell Gage. Um, but for the Bucks, Brady top five again this week? I, I mean, met. will he finish there? Probably. Do I have him ranked there? No. I got him at six. Who finished his QB one week one? Was it Kyler? Yeah, I think it was Kyler. And I think Mahomes was right behind him. Uh, Brady was right up there. He might not have been. He might have been four where we all had him ranked. I didn't look exactly where he's at. I had him at one. I know. You I were the only like, one who had him at like one. 30, I think me and you guys Matt had him at four. 29 or 30 points. All right, he had five. He was, he's number five for the week. It's because so. he had four turnovers. Yeah. Or three. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, he's still he's, – I have him at six. I got him at six, too. Locking in Brady. Start him this week if you got him. Even if you got him for cheap, it's, he's definitely worth a start against his Falcons secondary. Jason Hurts just torched them. Um, but how did you rank the wide receivers after a down week from big Mike Evans and big weeks for A.B. and Goblin? I still have Evans the highest at 15. It has to come. But then I have Godwin and A.B. right behind him at 22, so Godwin 21. But yeah. just, I'm not trying to jump the gun on A.B., but he's definitely the better one. I think you guys is ready to say he's got A.B. at the first. Uh, what I'm ready to say is that I'm a – big dummy because i forgot to rank godwin but that's a reason the more important thing here is that i have tone over mike evans Ooh. which or is you, not crazy it's not crazy it's, it's crazy. Sounds crazy yeah but exactly like, tone really did look good and it's crazy because that's not crazy and like yeah. any week like you just saw it like mike evans could just like where is he like you just have a dud i mean it's, yeah. he, he's just he scares me so much i don't know if i'll ever have him in my top 20 because he has weeks that like he just does nothing yeah yeah that definitely scared me um but i actually did still rank mike evans ahead i think this is a big bounce back game for him against atlanta he's usually pretty solid so i got him a 20 goblin 22 ab 25 all three within five spots all three are going to be solid flex wide receiver twos honestly at this point if i get like a 16 17 point game or out of Mike Evans and like a 14 point game out of Antonio Brown. I'm going to look to move Mike Evans instead of Antonio Brown after that. Yeah. Cuz I'll know that Antonio Brown's consistent and Mike Evans <laughs> can be good when he chooses to be. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see I want to see how it shakes out again this week. Uh and cue your boy Gronk. He did me dirty. T1. Really good. Is he startable again this week? Hell yeah. He is. No, he is. He, he is. He is. Week I'm, one, I can't and he lie. just popped off like that. He and still got it. These NFC South games are always shootouts. Yep. So it could be like 45-40. Yep, I got him at 12. So right on the brink of a tight M1. You're probably starting him if you have him. I got him at nine. Top three. I'm really excited about Gronk. I love Gronk. Back in on Gronky. Kill you got him high? I have him at 10. Yeah, he's a startable option this week for sure after that big, big week one. Um, I don't know what to do with this Bucks backfield. I'm avoiding it. Yeah, 100%. They said he's today, Bruce Arians decided to say that he wants to start all three of them. They're all starters. So 
Oh, I don't know what he's what he's saying at this point. He's including Geo now. <laughs> he's driving me nuts. He's driving Mr. fantasy over nuts. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him. Um, but avoid starting them. If I had to pick one, I have like Rojo and Fournette like right next to each other. But probably just Fournette one, after the fumble. Yeah, but, I'm taking Fournette over Rojo just because of the receiving, which is what we saw kind of on Thursday. Yeah. Do I think they probably get garbage time points in this game? Yes. Do I know who gets them? I have no idea. So could be Geo. There will never you can never predict it. You yeah. never will be able to. Not worth the risk. Let's pick this game. Falcons at the Bucks. Easy. I think it's a sweep. Easy Bucks. Easy, easy Bucks. Yep. Taking the Bucks as well. Let's keep it rolling. Vikes at the Cardinals. Um, starting Dalvin Cook, absolutely no question. And you're also starting Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. But how did you rank those two wide receivers after a huge week one for Adam Thielen? I've got eight and 13. I have J. Jeff at eight and I got Thielen at 13. I'm confident with it. I'm very happy if I own either of them or both of them. That's it. Yeah. You're happy. 11 and 14. J. Jeff's still on top for me, too. I think if Matt was here, he'd be like, I think I'm ranking Thielen over Justin Jefferson. Of course. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> and you'd have Dallas at one. <laughs> yeah, easily would. Um, but yeah, obviously all three of those are starters. You're locking them in. Um, and other than that, you're probably avoiding most Vikings, especially Kirk Cousins. Not like him against the Cardinals this week because Tannehill looks so bad. Uh, but moving on yeah. to the Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, absolutely bomb in week one. Your must starts every week. I actually think I have them both at one this week. Wow. Kyler Murray and D-Hop, the dynamic duo, starting to both. Um, and then other than that, Tra- Chase Edmonds actually looked pretty solid in week one. Did he crack your top 20 for week two? He did not. I have him at 25. I got him at 23. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I haven't seen enough yet.
But I, I guess yeah. if he used week one as evidence, he could do well because Joe Mixon did as well as he did. Yeah, for sure. I got him. I had 14.6 points. Um, pretty solid RB2 numbers. You definitely aren't complaining if you started him. Um, and I have him at 23 as well. So Edmonds looks pretty solid as an RB2 option. Um, and other than that, any other pass catchers on this Cardinals team uh, that you would be confident starting? Or are they all just risky, risky flex plays? Let me think about it. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not. Christian Kirk obviously had a huge week, but he did not get that many targets. Don't want to trust him just yet. Rondell Moore actually was pretty involved, but still not worth it. And cue your boy, AJ Green, even though he did get six targets, I think he had like two catches. Hey, at so, least he was thought about. He was thought about. I mentioned him, Q. No, not that. by you, that by you. Kyler Murray. I did that for you. Don't have to talk about him. All right, let's pick this one. Vikes at the Cardinals. Cardinals. Sweep again, Cardinals? 100%. Easy money. I'm taking the Cardinals, too. No doubt about it. Um, Cowboys at the Chargers. Now, this should be a really good game, I think, uh, in terms of the offenses. Um, Dak Prescott, Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, all locked in for a week two after a – Big week one for all of them. Uh, but how did you rank Amari Cooper versus C.D. Lamb this week? Cooper at nine, Lamb at 12. Dude, I think I, they both might be wide receiver ones this year. I got Coop at 10, C.D. at 11. I have the biggest gap. I got Coop at six, C.D. at 13. I think I'm all in on Amari Cooper right now. And 39 geez. points. And now Gallup's gone. Good. He did And look Gallup's good. gone. And I got C.D. Lamb right on the border of being a wide receiver one. I am wide receiver two. Where, so, where's Dak at? Dak, for me, um, I don't think I'm that high on him this week. Nine. I got him at eight. But I do uh, like Dak. Definitely starting him. T-Gods, you got him higher? Oh, you know I got him higher. I got him at six. Yeah, I was about to say, you definitely have him close to that top five. But you're starting Dak if you have him. Don't not start What's Dak. What's so funny, Q? <laughs> no, because you had – I forget who you had over Rodgers. Obviously, you're going to have Dak go for both of them. No, oh, I had uh, – Bro, Jalen Hurts. Quarter, yeah. Oh, Hurts, Hurts. Yeah. Uh, but for the running game, Ezekiel Elliott, are you still downgrading him this week against the Chargers? Yes. I'm downgrading him until I see – until he gives me a reason not to. Yeah. yeah. Tony Pollard's not on the field more than – Yeah. I'm 100% nervous on Zeke. I got him at 15, like mid-RB2, maybe high-end RB2 area, but – you're starting him if you have him. You kind of have to, and it's a better matchup, but I'm still 100% nervous. Yeah, I'm super nervous. I have him at 10, and that that's low for Zeke, but I feel yeah. like I'm being very generous just because yeah. his name is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, that's why I got him at 15. I'm just scared. Not all in and sold right now. Um, but for the Chargers, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen should look for another uh, huge week two here against this defense. Both top 10 for you guys? Herbert Herbo at eight. Yeah. Right around there. I got Keenan at four. Yeah. Especially Keenan with DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence now being gone for maybe the whole season. Well, it doesn't matter. Just for this game alone. Like, yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah. I got Herbert yeah. at 10, actually. A little bit lower. But I, I 100% starting him if I have him. Um, and I have Keenan at five. Right with you, T-Cuts. This top could five. easily be like the highest scoring game of the week. I hope 100%. so. Low key. High key, I guess, if it's 100%. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely could. I mean, Chargers defense... Definitely looked better against Washington, but then again, it was Washington and Taylor Heineke came in. This Cowboys offense is going to be elite. They're going to keep up, and Cowboys defense is rough. So Herbert and the Chargers should be just fine. Um, is Austin Eckler still in your top 10 after zero targets in his first game? 
It's okay. Yeah, he still had a touchdown. Five. He's all good. I got him at six. Like I said, I think it's going to be a big, a big high-scoring game. And I think Eckler's going to have a little bit to do with it. And they're going to be like, yo, no targets? Wait, yeah, I forgot. I forgot who you were. He's going to have like 10. He did start slow like the first couple weeks last year, even though it was Tyrod Taylor. But we know who Eckler is. Yeah, we know who Eckler is. Great pass catching back. I'm not worried. I got him at seven, too. So I'm right there with you, T. Dodds. Thanks. Um, Mike Williams, though, definitely worth mentioning. He had 12 targets. Did he crack your flex territory this week? I got him at 34, so I guess he did. Same year, yeah. Yeah, I might actually have him in the exact same spot. Yep, 34. Let's go. <laughs> All of 34. So Mike Williams is guaranteed to finish as the 34th wide receiver this week. Um, stardom. He's, he's going to be solid flex play, um, and he will definitely have some upside against his Cowboys. He's defense. another guy because of his name. We rang him so so low, but maybe Justin Herbert was all it needed. Yeah, just needed Justin Herbert to air it out to him. And to stay healthy. This game. Yeah. And to stay healthy. You need <laughs> him on the field. <laughs> but you already, you already cracked that case, and he's usually healthy. Yeah. All right, let's pick this game. Chargers and the Cowboys. This one's a little interesting. You guys Chargers. got Taking the Chargers as well, Q. T-Gods? I need to come back, right? I need to come yep. back somehow. This is I don't I want I don't want the Cowboys <laughs> to win. Let's get that straight. I don't want them to win. But I could you. I see them winning this game? I could. I could too. But I think the Chargers, I just like them more. Just like them more right now. Probably partial bias as well. Um, three more games to get through. Titans at the Seahawks. Is this a bounce back week for all Titans players? You better hope so. It has to be. Yeah. Are you still trusting to start? Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio. Yes. Imagine sitting Derrick Henry. <laughs> Imagine. I, I lowered it, my expectations from like RB5 to RB8 uh, just because of the lack of – actually, you did have some pass game involvement, so I can't complain about that. But career high. Just want to see it a little bit, but obviously you're starting him, no doubt. But A.J. Brown and Julio, Tannehill, they got to bounce back this week. I'm still starting all of them without a question, not sweating it. I mean, if you have, like, Jamar, I wouldn't look at you crazy for putting him in for Julio. I agree with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at you crazy. I got Julio 23, I got Jamar 26. So I do have Julio over him, but I would not look at you crazy whatsoever. It's a conversation. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think – They're I don't in the think, same tier for me. Yeah, I don't think Julio is, like, a must start. You could do it, yeah. but you, you could also expect some disappointment when Julio maybe catches that touchdown. Yeah. But definitely possible. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Seahawks defense. I do think they all bounce back. Uh, but the Seahawks offense looked really good in week one. Uh, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, and Lockett all still must starts right now. And you can you can include Lockett at this point, I think. Did you move him up in your ranks after his boom week in week one? Yeah, I've fallen for it. I have him at 13. I got him at 14. I, I got him at 15, right down the ladder. So we all got him as a high-end wide receiver, too. As much as I hated on him early in the season, just just keep it in the back of your mind that he might have, like, six points this yeah, game. Yeah. This, and then next week, we're going to move him. We're all going to move him down to, like, 20. And then we're going to move him back up the next week after that, back to, like, 15. And just yep. gonna, he's going to keep doing it. It's going to be I, a roller coaster, but you can't bench him because the upside is just too good. I was actually going to say, I think, maybe the pooper this week, move him down. Another stinker, move him farther down. Then he gets one, and we go all the way back up to 12. Mm -hmm. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's what he's going to do all season. It's going to be confusing. Unless he's fully back and he's ready to be like an elite wide receiver one. Um, He looked really good early last season too, though. So I want to see it as a consistent thing before 
really fully trust him, but you're starting him no matter what. Um, any tight end you would trust on this team, Gerald Everett, Will Disley, or way too risky. Jer- Everett too scored. Risky. Yeah, Everett did score, but I think he only had two targets. So Don't ever say Will Disley. Disley had more targets than Gerald Everett. <laughs> no one's ever starting Will fucking Disley. I Three would. catches for 37 yards. Ew, no. Not great. But I'll start Pat Fryermuth over. There. I think if you combine them as one tight end, they'd be solid. Yeah, I mean, I think Disley be... taking away snaps from Everett just makes it too risky. So if you combine a lot of people them. together, they'd be elite. Yeah. All right, let's pick this game. Titans at the Seahawks. Who you got? Seahawks. Yeah. I am taking the Titans. Tennessee. Give me the I bounce this... back. I think the Titans win this game. I hope this is a high scoring game. You're wild for picking them in Seattle. I don't care. I'm, I'm back. Uh, look, Seahawks are a good offense, but I think the Titans bounce back. It's still early. I think it's going to be a shootout as well. This is when the Seahawks are good. Weeks I like the Titans this week. I'm going wild. It's my bold pick this week. All right. Uh, Sunday night football, Chiefs at the Ravens. Uh, Ravens defense just got absolutely torched by T-God's guy, Derek Carr, who actually had a top 10 week. <laughs> so you're obviously starting Mahomes, Tyreek, and Kelsey. Please do not get cute. Uh, but how about Clyde edwards Lair? Are you still confident in him as your RB2? Of course. On that maybe, offense, come on. Maybe in, like, the passing game. Yeah, exactly. That's where you want to see him involved the most. Uh, that gives him the solid floor. Um, and you definitely want to see him get some touchdowns. Uh, he did not have that many last year. So you want to see that become more of a part of his game. But, yeah, I'm starting Clyde edwards Lair again. Not the best game from him, but I'm starting him. you got to lock him in. I don't know if he's ever going to have, like, a – the best game yeah they are passing offense is too good yeah i got him at 16 solid rb2 for me it sucks he could be so good so good unbelievably good <sighs> we'll see if he continues to improve uh but moving on to the ravens can we expect a better performance from lamar jackson after an okay week last week they're, I mean, they're, he's gonna have to have a good game 100 <laughs> i think the chiefs have owned the ravens the past couple yeah, of years they did. He hasn't but beaten them. I'm still, I'm still trusting Lamar to be relevant in this game. I got him at seven. I, I got him at five. I hired him. He's gonna have to throw away a lot or run yeah. a lot. He's gonna have he. He's, he's gonna, gonna have to, have to do a lot. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do it all. Yeah, you're starring Lamar Jackson. Got to lock him in. I'm expecting a better performance from last week. Uh, but for Mark Andrews, not that much involvement. Q might have been right. We shall see. So you still have him in your top five. Six. Like I said, they, they're going to have their, to score. He's their yeah. best receiving option. Yeah, I got him at five. I'm right there with you guys. Like me, some Mark Andrews this year. Um, and then Hollywood Brown, he looked pretty good in week one. Did no. you move him up this week as a flex option? No. I did. That's Not like not like top 30 or anything crazy, but I think – actually, I didn't really move him up that much. I cast. <laughs> I got him at 45. Oh, wait, I'm over you. I'm at 44. <laughs> <laughs> you big capped. Yeah, I capped. He's still in the flex range for me, though. Like, if I'm looking for someone to plug in and that could boom against this Chiefs team where they got to throw a ton, he's worth a shot. Yeah, but I think I should I should have moved him up. I think I should move him up a little more, too. You I think I just looked right at now? it, and I'm like, yeah, let's move him up right now. Let's right, move him up. Like, I'll put him at... I'll put him at 35. <laughs> I'll put him at... Ooh, that's really up. I was going to put him at 42. <laughs> oh, that's not enough. Yeah, you're right. Nah, I'm keeping him 42. I don't care. He's still Marquise Brown. I want to see it more right, consistently. Fine, 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 fine. 42 is enough for me. Let's pick this game. Chiefs at the Ravens. I think it's a clean sweep. The Chiefs have Chiefs. owned them. I'm taking the Chiefs. T-Gods? 
Come on. Come on. Maybe we'll cute. see a better uh, understanding of this backfield, though, with their 10 running backs. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope so as well. Just wait till Le'Veon Bell makes the team. Yeah. I don't know why he hasn't yet. I don't know what's going on with that backfield. That backfield scares me. We didn't really talk about it here, but it's going to be a three-headed monster. Tyson still would be the favorite, but I'm very nervous. About They're easily right bringing now. up Le'Veon the week they play the Steelers. <laughs> and then might. send them back down to practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lions at the Packers, Monday night football. Even after the crazy comeback for the Lions, is it too risky to start any Lions passing game options outside of TJ Hawkinson? You are correct. Definitely. I'm not starting any of them confidently. No, not I at still all. couldn't even name all of them. Tyra Williams, Khalif Raymond. Yes. Get some weird names. Amamra St. Brown in there. Quintez Cephas. <laughs> yeah. I think they were all kind of involved, but none really stood out to me as a wide receiver I'd want to start. So it's Hawkinson. And then obviously the running backs both had 20 over 24 points, uh, like 50 points combined. Insane. Uh, how did you rank both of them after huge games? Swift, 14 spots higher than Jamal Williams. But Jamal Williams, I would put him in my flex if I had him. Yeah, I got I got Swift at 14 and Jamal at 26. But, but like, this is where, like, Jamal thrives. Like, he did this on, on the Packers. Like yeah, he knows the Packers. As the RB2, like, he just comes in and just – like, he's, he's a very good running back. Yeah. People sleep I, on him. I agree. And I don't think he can handle a full workload. We've seen him get injured, but in this, these small, like 10 to 12 touches when he's getting targets out of the backfield, he can put up some numbers. So hundred percent with you on that. I'm starting Swift over him. Of course I got him Swift at 13 and then Jamal at 29, uh, but Jamal's definitely locked in as a flex play this week as well. Um, especially if they continue to like, say like Jamal Williams is going to be involved, whatnot. Um, yeah. Swift obviously was downgraded a little bit because of the injury, but they were both still healthy. They had 20 targets combined. Like, these guys are going to be involved. And Jamal revenge game. Jamal Williams revenge game. Ah, start them. Start them. <laughs> start them in your flex. Uh, but uh, for the Packers, we need a big bounce back game, correct? Like, it's, it yeah, has to happen like, against the Lions. That was scary. What happened? Scary. Don't know. Yeah. I think we all still would have Rodgers, Adams, and Jones as top seven-ish options this week. Maybe two I guys. Got, I, got Aaron Rodgers at, I got Aaron Rodgers at 10 just because I'm mad at him. <laughs> I'm mad at him. He cost hey, me that, some money. Hopefully that gives him some extra juice. Yeah, hopefully it does. But no, I think Monday Night Football, he'll be fine. Hope. Yeah. He's I Aaron put Rodgers at five. So yeah. I'm um, back on the Packers. I'm locked in. I saw this. It said the Bulls last dance season. They started out four and four. And ever since then, took <laughs> off. So this could be like that four and four star for them, even though it's only game one. Yeah. We shall see. Maybe they'll get one. Against divisional opponent on Monday Night Football. Yeah, they do. They have to beat the Lions. Aaron Rodgers owns the Lions in his career. Yeah, dude, they're they're winning this game, especially Jared Goff. They're winning, and they got to put up points. I don't want a a weird squeaky like seventeen to thirteen win. I need the the Packers to put up like thirty points minimum this game. They need to do the the week one performance on the Lions. Yes, one hundred percent. Uh, other other than that, would you trust Tonya to bounce back this week? Or are you looking elsewhere tight end? No, I'm starting it. I mean, I got him at 12. You, I mean, in, you can't. Yeah. I've been at 11. I got him at 10. So we're all on the same place. Low and end I'm tight end one. It's like happy him and... about it. It's just like the scarcity of tight ends. That, that's yeah. really it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, he's obviously got a very good chance to score in this game. So that's what you want your tight end to do. Yeah. All right, let's pick this game. Lions at the Packers. Who you got? Packers. Packers, Packers, Packers. Packers. Yep, same for me. 
Uh, let's do a couple of quick lineup questions we got. Uh, Pretty Bull L on Twitter, our boy Elliot Waring asked to pick one running back and one flex between James Robinson, Kareem Hunt, and Julio Jones. Mm, I'm definitely starting Kareem. Mm-hmm. I think I'm starting Kareem over James Robinson as well in my RB2 slot. And I think I'd put Julio in my flex. Yeah. I almost said James Robinson, but I'm I think I'd just give Julio. James Robinson a break this week after only eight <laughs> give touches. Him a break. Just give him a break and let's see it happen first. That hurts. It that really hurts me. just hurts me. But I those are good James. options, though. Like Julio Jones is still a solid flex. I could understand you wanting to put James Robinson over him, but that scared me a little bit. I'd rather just throw Julio out there and hope he puts up He's a big game. safer, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, uh, our boy Gator, as always, Mbeck815. First question uh, of the year. <laughs> first question of the year, not the last. Uh, <laughs> should he start DJ Chark versus Denver or Christian Kirk versus the Vikings? Neither. Just empty bench. Empty spot. Yeah, I think you might just want to empty that spot out there, bad. <laughs> no, but DJ, oh, my Chark, God, DJ Chark. Easily DJ 100%. Chark. 100%. Yeah. Do it start Christian Kirk, man. One's boom, one's boom or bust. One actually is, like, effective during the game. The whole game. Yeah. I think Chark had 12 targets last week. Uh, even though he did only have three catches, they were a little bit off target there. But 86 yards and the touchdown, I'm starting Chark. I'm Give never me. starting Kirk ever. Yeah. Too risky. I did last year. It does not work. <laughs> that was great. It doesn't work. It does not work. Do not do it. All right, Q. Got some trivia for us before we get out of here? Just one. Next week will be a better week. All right. Bet. Next it's week. A, it's we'll a week two back. question. A week two question from 2018. Oh, goodness. Okay. That's long deep ago. in my memory <laughs> bank. Watch what happened in red zone that week. <laughs> so in 2018, are you, oh, you guys aren't ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay. Hit me. In 2018, these two wide receiver teammates finished in the top, the top three in points week two. So oh my week God, two, so they hard. both had at least 30 points. Oh, this is unbelievably hard. In 2018, dude? I promise you, you're going to uh, jump out the window. when, <laughs> Probably. In 2018? Two teammate wide receivers finished in the top three. I got that it. On week two. I hope I got it, but I got it. Oh, my God, I really hope I got it. It's, I wanna, it's why just, would I want to jump out a window? It's just trying to think of like who was together in 2018. Like so many things have changed. See now, yeah, that, that sounds hard. Yeah, I'm ready though. Whenever you're ready, Teagues. I'm Matt, ready. you're sitting out this one. You lose a point. Sorry, pal. If we I'm get ready, it right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm All ready. right, it was Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Let's go. Any, any. Stephon Diggs was number one, and, really and Thielen tied for number two. I what think I was going to ask year, I traded it for Stephon Diggs when he was wide receiver one, super early for Martellus Bennett. So that's the only reason I remembered. I was going to ask, name the top three tight ends week two of 2018. <laughs> you got would not? Could you have guessed number one? I don't know. Who is it? <laughs> Jason. It was Travis Kelsey. Okay. And Zach Ertz is number easy. three. Could you okay. guess number two? Kittle. No. Was he even in the league? <laughs> you said it in this podcast, and I can't believe you said his name. Gronk? No. I can't believe I said it. Jesse name. James. I was going to oh say God, Jesse, Jesse James. James. That's hilarious. I would have never wrote that down. All right. Uh, that's it for the week two preview. Let's get out of here. Uh, we will be back next week with our week two recap, of course, and our week three preview on Wednesday and Friday. Again, get used to the schedule. We'll be back every Wednesday and Friday. Uh, but make sure you're following us here on Twitch if you're watching. Throw us a sub on YouTube as well. 
Uh, and we're on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Super Fantasy Bros are there. Um, Twitter, Super FB Podcast, Instagram at Super Fantasy Podcast, and TikTok as well at the Super Fantasy Bros. Uh, Matt will be back next week as well. We'll see you then. Peace.